Hello, Akashwani Terapithya. So this morning I woke up uh, to read about uh, um, an excerpt, an article by um, ASKAI, ASKAI Guidelines for Advertising. So I was reading through it and uh, I was checking on, uh, there, is, there are so many rules and regulations for uh, maintaining personal spaces and um, the the right to having our own uh, choice to what we would like to see and how we would like to have that information delivered to us. So um, I was going through the um, guidelines and then I was thinking about uh, my own enterprise and what I'm making available and uh, I was thinking there is uh, there are so many things that we commonly do know about, for example, transportation, food, uh, healthcare, uh, communication, um, making resources available. Yeah. So uh, this is this has been around. These have been around since some time. Now we have the internet and uh, technology related with that. So these are also these have all come about from a time when uh, people used to be hunters and gatherers, yeah, um, or maybe even before then, when um, civilization as such hadn't been formed, we we're probably more uh, um, ape-like, um, praying and uh, avoiding being uh, becomes becoming somebody else's uh, some other animal's prey. And then one way or the other, we, we found that together, being together is the safest. And uh, then that's how civilization began. And then from there, somebody said, I'm going to take care you know, of uh, growing food such that we don't always have to run around and gather food. So uh, some grains were uh, grown together in one place or some animals were raised in one place or somebody's, uh, somebody um, took up uh, building fences such that there is boundaries and then um, we are maintaining our uh, safe spaces within it uh, which over a period of time um, the instincts that that were animal before now also became part of a human behavior because um, that which informed that formed the genetic material that formed the human being also has been around uh, on the planet, yeah, and from there evolution gave rise to the human being, genetics, epigenetics, congenitals, um, and then um, now we have countries with boundaries, uh, with some people maintaining the boundaries, some people taking care of the food and animals and you know the transportation and medicine and different things in within our own boundaries. Uh, where earlier we used to keep animals away at bay, now we are keeping other sects of human beings away uh, within safe within safe zones such that they are not encroaching upon our interests or our primary um, ways of how to live, how of how how best to live. Yeah, um, and we are still uh, in different stages of evolution such that. Um, we are um, maintaining, we are able to maintain the resources 
we're able to um, maintain being alive now the pandemic has not uh, considered borders yeah borders have played a role but then the virus doesn't um, hasn't really um, found differences between boundaries because they're all human beings yeah and um, so depending on uh, how much of boundaries may have been maintained and our own version of what boundaries are when um, there may also have been air transmission um, across boundaries and uh, I don't know if we've found a way to prevent that um, I don't know about those kind of technicalities yeah uh, but I do know that there is air pollution particle um, you know when there is so much of dust uh, there is particle pollution noise pollution and radiation pollution and different kinds of things which have been having an effect on our health our well-being our um, interactability so much so that we're also talking about uh, global warming as uh, one of the effects um, we also call that as because of pollution but then since some time we have been failing to see how our own body has been uh, accumulating precipitating impressions through experiences of living there have been several wars there have been several kinds of diseases there have been several kinds of uh, civilization colonization and so many experiences and they've all had their impressions on our tissue composition in our cultural composition in the in the microbiome that informs one culture versus another and uh, so they have been forming the genetics epigenetics and the congenitals where life uh, continues to find uh, new ways by which to um, bring about um, an, an evolution from how life has hitherto been experienced um, so consciousness conscience um, maintains the wholesomeness and consciousness finds different ways by which to become healthier evolve better now um, so there is the theory of morphic resonance which talks about um, the intelligence maybe or the intellectual composition or the consciousness composition of one species versus another for example dogs have a certain composition um, all dogs have a certain morphic resonance all humans um, all certain kind of bam uh, trees plants as gen in general may have you know um, may have a certain morphic resonance banyan trees specifically have a, s a particular kind of morphic resonance versus the uh, the elm or the pine trees yeah it, like how we have uh, uh, we have hindus and uh, christians and you know different kinds of people we we tend to you know birds of feather flock together kind certain we we kind of tend to think in a certain ways and hence we kind of flock together um, s but there may be several other layers of flocking together which we may not have studied well enough and hence may not be aware of for example um, um, I I tend to find it as um, as a soul soul relationship so there is genetic material and then there is in uh, trans lifetime relationships like some people have uh, um, 
may uh, remember or, or may have traits that their immediate family may not be aware of, but then sometimes um, past lifetime they may have been, uh, you know, our ancestors or our uh, or our friends, or they may have been even our, our enemies. And this lifetime they have, they are born as you know friends, maybe to you know in a in a way by which consciousness is attempting to resolve the conflicts that came about earlier. So that in this lifetime, there is an opportunity to resolve those entanglements and then, you know, ha have life move forward. Because even, um, well, genetically also, when there is uh, too much of um, meshing of uh, genetics between close relatives, then also there is said to be uh, diseases or uh, some kind of uh, behavioral manifestations. Similarly, when people, um, uh, so... Uh, you know, it's like like repels and um, um, unlike attracts or, you know, those kinds of things. So, in terms of nature, when you see about pollination, cross-pollination in, in plant lives, um, what gives rise to better yields and what reduces the quality, you know, those kind, th these are all genetic considerations, uh, but the, there, have there have been studies about how that works. So, um, so there have been recommendation of not marrying within within the family, but then there are some cultures which actually uh, go by it. And then there is thought lines about what informs them, and you know, so there could be resolution, or there either there could be consonance or there could be dissonance. So so accordingly is the music of life. Sometimes we are so incultured that we are kind of narrow with what we think until we come to a point where you know you cannot anymore get closer and hence you begin a certain moving away from to yeah so it's, it's also a kind of a natural movement and then there is sometimes things have gone so far that there is a coming together because that's the that's the movement now which is um, possible because things have gone so far um, so um, these are different ways by which all that there is wholesome maintains the the wealth that is the human culture yeah earth is the only planet where we know life exists um, thrives and we have human beings on this planet so if you consider it like a gardener you know taking care of one patch of a, a fertile land so there is this crop of humans yeah and um, quite a lot of potential can do can can do many things, um, and can get better. Can actually take care of a lot of things, but we need uh, you know like we need good seeds, uh, which will maintain that uh, you know express that potential that is there within the human seed, yeah. Uh, within the human species pool, um, so then it's about you know wh what would a, a farmer do is ch is check for one 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 group or one one culture of it see how it's doing well and then uh, depending on wh what's working what's not working take up those which actually work well and then uh, maybe try and the um, hybrid with another or um, or try to see you know what's not working and then discourage that which is not causing it you know better growth and then fertilize where there is you know uh, greater potential so that would probably be how a farmer would behave. So, 
So there are things that we don't know about, but we may be seeing manifestations of. We are having experiences. And uh, so if we only consider, <coughs> so um, in my understanding, body intelligence is the intelligence that is there um, between bodies of life. Now, human beings as a body, like say, vis-a-vis -vis, say a dog or a plant or a, um, or a microbiome, human beings as a body of living beings have certain characteristics. For example, we have two arms, two legs, one head, one trunk. Yeah. And then we have our internal physiology in a particular way as has been discovered. And there is, and there is so much that hasn't been discovered. But there are general characteristics by which we say this is a human being. And uh, probably allopathy and, a, and a several uh, fields of medicine operate from given that a human being has these characteristics. When, say, um, a machine part is not functioning as well, we may be tending to, op to repair it according to um, the template for the human being requires this. When this is not functioning well, this is, you know, replace the parts or... Uh, make uh, adjustments such that this part is there and hence now this human being is appropriately functioning or has sufficient to function by. This may be a logic of thinking. A little bit of fraud. Um, uh, okay, what that means is we may be operating, a, we have service stations for our vehicles and we have places to repair the human body. Yeah. So when our uh, health is not functioning as well, we go to these service stations and then get our body functioning again. A, d a different form of an engineer. Yeah. And then there are paradigms of thinking that, is, that hasn't been considered. For example, when we talk in terms of genetics, epigenetics and congenitals. By congenitals, I mean uh, trans-lifetime relationships. Or, um, uh, or uh, how do we say, epigenetics would also be um, what happens when a person who's, uh, who's largely within, you know, functioning within a genetic pool now moves to another country and then has and lives there or, or is working in the night shift and we are having day shift versus night shift uh, challenges um, or, is, or is living among several kinds of people. If, uh, for example, I'm living in Bangalore and um, around is uh, people of people who are speaking different languages, different religions, practice different religions, um, um, are from different different nationalities. So uh, so then what happens when we are interacting? We have our own genetic material and then we have our own culture based uh, food we eat, practices we maintain because of which we have the kind of microbiome growing around in and around us. And then when we are interacting with people, talking with them, we are also sharing a breath. We, we breathe. Yeah. So uh, and then we may be exchanging food, say on festivals. So then we are also exchanging a little bit of the microbiome. Yeah. So there is cultural exchange. Yeah. So where culture can also be the culture of microbiome, which is in my house versus yeah, and in your house. And we'll be sharing values. So that's also epigenetics because they also go into a body. And uh, uh, they are still taking care of human beings. Yeah, they are still maintaining um, 
a human culture. It's part of the human culture. Yeah. And then it's about how much are we avoiding? How much are we accepting? How much are we um, compassionate? Accordingly is our health. If you're always going to be avoidant, avoidant, we would have a lot of allerg allergy issues. Lactose intolerance, you know, uh, allergic to sound, allergic to um, uh, uh, different kinds of food, allergic to different kind of uh, clothing, allergy, 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 immunity issues. So it's about how much when we are being avoidant, how that affects our health. So while we are living in a, in a planet, maybe in, in geographies where there are several kinds of people living around us. So now we have the challenge of the pandemic. Yeah, the uh, tiny little uh, virus, um, which is which has been saying hello to people all around the globe. Yeah, in in its in its own ways, in its own ways, depending on how it has been welcomed or how it has been rejected. So, uh, like a baby who's when you're rejecting, saying no to something, it'll go full tantrum. Yeah. So. Uh, so similarly, we have seen the effect of exclusion and then um, avoidance and then sometimes losing our head um, and then sending messages all across the um, uh, social media, creating pa panic. So we've done all that stuff. So these are all these are all behaviors which have been part of how we have been through civilization. Uh, we have been interacting in our own ways from forming uh, boundaries to keep our species alive within the boundaries we have formed boundaries within uh, between our species yeah between people to form countries St um, states too and then you say my house versus your house and uh, you know those kinds of things and then we have police people um, guarding places such that you know non-violence is maintained reasonably maintained such that there is peace um, and then, uh, then it's about, uh, and then we have the pandemic coming and saying, you know, you have missed certain things. You've been excluding cer certain things. For example, we use a syringe. Yeah, we use, uh, 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 we use these uh, negative energy dispulsion methods. Yeah, so that our house is clean, we do this negative energy cleaning. Uh, so positive versus negative. Similarly. Um, uh, we do things to keep certain groups of people away, um, um, exclusions. So, with so we may not actually be building a boundary around us, but we have practices to keep people away. Yeah, to exclude things, such that only only this is nice. Other than this is not nice. Yeah. So we may be getting limited in our in our sense of being wealthy because we have to so much protect uh, what is good, and. Uh, are unable to and hence our immunity may be being su maybe suffering if you notice different kinds of allergies different kinds of intolerances um, or uh, difficulty in breathing yeah these may also be coming from things that you have maybe excluded in your emotional experience maybe in your uh, interpersonal interaction with people um, you may not have examined what is safe for you and what is also safe for other people and hence to um, and then to see uh, what has you become better and and to see if your becoming better is to the exclusion of somebody else's 
um, is it a superiority versus inferiority complex? You know, I'm I'm becoming better by becoming better than that person. Yeah. Versus do you compare it to how I'm uh, to becoming better today than I was yesterday, becoming better tomorrow than I am today? Yeah. Um, is that the movement? And and what are your parameters by which you're gauging being better? Um, is also how we could probably see how a tree is growing. If a tree, if a mango tree is going to compare to a pine tree and then say, you know what, I don't have pines and hence I'm not growing appropriately, we would have a problem with mangoes. Um, so it is important that we become more of ourselves so that we know if, you know, as kids we may have had a marking on the wall to see how tall you've grown. Yeah. So if you're not having a measure by which to know how better I'm becoming, we may not be knowing if you're actually becoming better such that, you know, we are now developing to the potential we have such that we can develop our own mangoes um, or guava or jackfruit, depending on what is your composition, what's the kind of uh, person you are, how rooted you are, depending on how rooted you are with the, with the genes and uh, the culturally, how well you are uh, maintaining um, your social distancing or social um, compatibility such that you're not having allergies so that such that you're not facing uh, uh, hiss and uh, all those noises from people not being able to tolerate what you're doing yeah so these would also be signs of how much you are uh, compatible versus uh, you know an allergy waiting to happen yeah so that would also give us a certain sense of what it takes to maintain our heart and respiratory rhythms and our immune systems functioning well enough such that we don't have to take antibiotics and uh, different kind of medicines just to be healthy or just to be alive. Yeah. Um, and what it takes to maintain that mindfulness is what I call as meristem intelligence. The intelligence that requires to maintain you being growing becoming better the more mango tree or the more guava tree or you know um, from because you're also seed and we are rooted depending on how root, rooted we are from where we come from where we are and who we are um, with our own sense of self is how well we can fruit as the tree we are yeah and uh, and then what it takes to live amongst other kinds of trees yeah other people are also rooted in their own uh, genetic um, pool and where they come from and what life makes, uh, what informs them such that they came to be, uh, be in existence. Yeah. Um, so that also would, so that would be meristem intelligence. Body intelligence would be the intelligence that makes human beings as a body of living beings versus say animals as a body of living beings or say uh, yeah, different kinds of um, species. So a, a body intelligence would also be, um, um, in my understanding, is that paradigm and meristem intelligence is what it takes for an individual to become um, better them and living amongst other um, living beings. So meristem intelligence would be inside body intelligence. Yeah. Body intelligence is like more generic, meristem intelligence is more specific and what it takes to maintain the health of 
an individual living amongst communities. So a person thusly becomes the smallest unit of a society and what it takes to maintain the health of an individual, where each individual matters just as much as a collective. Um, and there are collectives of in, um, in different groups, different sects, um, all across the uh, uh, planet, across the globe. And, um, and then what it takes to maintain our own integrity while we are also part of a whole. So that would be meristem intelligence uh, functioning in tandem with body intelligence, functioning in tandem with uh, earth intelligence, well, life intelligence. So I hope this gives you some pause for thought at, or at least some clarity on what's the paradigm of thinking that I'm coming from, that, the, that meristem intelligence as an enterprise is operating from, and, um, and the context from where uh, programs are being developed. Um, so thank you for listening. Love.